We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the True Faith Weekly Radio Show. This week I'm joined by Sai, who has uh, brought us in with his own version of the music. I have, and I've had an absolute howler, as you're about to find out. Yep, we're also Hello. joined by Andy. Hello there. And radio show debutante Chris. Hello. So what we've done is record, well, go out live with an entire radio show and realise about a third of the way through, possibly more, that we hadn't recorded it to put out as a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. I think at this moment in time we should definitely wholly put the blame fully on Sai. Yeah, <laughs> Sai's on the desk. In fairness... Had one job. <laughs> we don't know how to do this. This is always up to Ben. ben Ben's supposed to do this. And yeah, wh- why is Ben Pyra? Ben is on a night out. so ben work, work night out. Really, it's, show. really it's your fault, Ben. So uh, anyway, it's going to sound a bit weird as... Uh, Chris is just going to come in talk and essentially which is normal to be fair (laughs) we did a bit about the Northampton game talked about uh, Torvin how we thought he was decent but we essentially said that we didn't really want to get carried away with it it was some absolute top notch football chat I must say they didn't mention how bad Williamson was at all we've never (laughs) talked about (laughs) didn't talk about Williamson Um, and then we got on to Arsenal and I just brought in this sort of question of whether we should be sticking with 4-2-3-1 and whether Callback and Anita were going to be good enough as a defensive midfield pairing to combat Arsenal's very strong attacking midfielders. Yeah, and Paddy, you were like halfway through explaining why Mickey is either right or wrong. I think I, I was basically saying before it comes in, I'm basically talking about how I've got a more confidence than maybe Mickey has in Callback and Anita um, as two in there, and my concern is that if you let Arsenal play, um, they will break you down and. And that's where it comes in talking about. I think I go back to Mickey and say, "What would you rather do? Play five in the middle, which I'm concerned because it means we wouldn't have the out ball." Yeah, and that's so literally I'm where you'll pick up this this recording from. Yeah. So apologies for that. Enjoy the the second half with a with a cracking quiz from Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Making always having a five in the middle is that what you were suggesting? That's the sensible other option, isn't it? Having yeah. three three actual centre. Going back to my original point is the fact that if we do that, we're looking to try and contain Arsenal, who are 
one of the most um, sort of passing football teams and are able to break teams down. Whereas if we don't have that out ball, that attacking option, and utilise that pace, then I, th- I think we're, we're hiding nothing. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that we should change it. I actually, I actually agree with you, but it, it does concern me. Anita and Kovac as the two holding midfielders, just because they aren't holding midfielders. But so what would I, you do? I think it's I, I <laughs> bizarrely concerned what I've been saying. I would stick as it is, but I'm just slightly worried that if if the game starts to get on top of us and and those three attacking midfielders, whether it be us or Ramsey, whoever they put in there, really start to get a grip on the game, we might we might struggle to get back into it. Does but that mean we need to strengthen that? Possibly. I think I think both of them would be unfortunate to lose their places in the team at the moment. But if I was in charge of the club, I would look to ship Tiote out and bring in someone of a similar mould to him. Maybe a young guy, maybe someone like Medi Abid, <laughs> who, who we could mould into that player and not necessarily not one of those two out in, in, at least in the home games. This yeah, year. so look out for that transfer in January. Yeah. <laughs> si, who do we start up front? It's, it's, it's got to be Mitrovic, hasn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, Cissé, for, for all his... Well, for all he's done for us in the last couple of years, and you know, he's scored some really important goals, and I really love him as a player. He's he's not suitable as a as a one man up front, which I, I, I agree. I don't think we should change the formation. I don't think we should play around with it too much. We'll look comfortable if we go any less than two holding fields against Arsenal. We'll overrun. We need to have two players in there playing deep, and then try and use the pace, as Chris said before, and catch them on the break. I think that's how we'll win this game. And if that's what we're going to do, I don't think Cisse is the right man up there. You need an outlet. You need Mitrovic. You know, hustling and kind of giving the defender something to worry about, two defenders, which then leaves um, Perez or whoever it may be, Obertan, possibly, Aaron's. We've got, we've got options. I don't know if Sissoko will be fit. Um, it gives them an outlet because when Cissé is up front, it's easy to leave one man on him and then the other centre-half can just go and deal with whatever else. It, 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 it really like, limits us when we're trying to catch teams in the break. So, yes, Mitrovic all the way because he will give, he will give them problems and yes, he's a bit mental and playing him 90 minutes means there's almost undoubtedly going to be at least one card yeah. Cissé last 15-20 minutes you know if it's still nil-nil that's when you bring Cissé on to see if yeah. you can snatch it they're never going to play together though are they no it doesn't look no. like it Andy well, who I do we start I, on the wings who do I start on the wings I do start Perez on the wing because I, I, I just think it's outrageous not to have him in my starting lineup when he is I think in my opinion our best player um, I'd also play Toran it'd be, it'd be two attacking wings even if Sissoko's fit I think I would, yeah. That's that's the two that I want on the wings this week. Um, I mean, it's not ideal because I was going to say I'd like to see us get loads of crosses in and then we're going to play Perez on the left, Tovan on the right, and they're both going on the weak foot to put a cross in. But like I, said, I just want us to attack them, to run at them. And I don't necessarily want... I know this type of game that Sissoko plays well in because it's, it's a club that he might want to play for in a year's time and he wants to advertise himself a bit. But it would be he those... as well against the big teams doesn't he it'd be those two for me because I, I, I just want to run at the players I want to try and beat them then then maybe get that ball into Mitrovic and then head it in the back Perez isn't going to do that getting the ball into Mitrovic though he cuts inside he cuts inside he's going to come inside he's naturally going to come inside I think Mitrovic will receive the ball to feet in those situations though I think there will be some link of play it happened against uh, against Manu at times I think that's that's what's good about having Perez it's, there with him it's not a case of if you put Perez there he's just going to get the ball run at them cut in and have a shot every time he's not that one dimensional he, he, if he needs to, he'll go. I, 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 still think our best chance, I still think our best chance is getting the ball into to goal scoring headed uh, opportunities yeah. uh, from wide positions. We, we best crack on. Uh, just quickly, has anyone changed their mind on where we think Arsenal are going to finish this year? We, I think we overall predicted them to be coming in second behind Chelsea. 
Well, so, yeah, <laughs> I think our predictions were made before Man City went and splurged on a couple more players. City are looking very strong. And They're going to finish. All the rest of their players decided they wanted to play again. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dead, dead man. Well, back from the dead. Um, Pellegrini. You know, we, we just thought it's his last season. There's no way that that team's going to play for him again when, when we were wrong, absolutely yeah. wrong. So yeah, they're, they're going to be top two. Um, City, Chelsea. I, I can't see Chelsea not being there or thereabouts. But really, it's it's City's title to lose now already, and uh, Arsenal haven't really impressed. So yeah. it's going to be a battle between them and Liverpool for fourth again. I think Manu will probably probably uh, be all right in third. I disagree. I think Arsenal will be third and Manu will be fourth. Mm. I thought I thought in all honesty, as well as we played, I thought Manu were poor against us. Rooney looks impotent. They don't seem to be interested in bringing anyone else in, which just seems absolutely mental. So I think it'll be City, Chelsea, Arsenal, yeah. United or Liverpool. <laughs> I certainly do hope that uh, Wayne Rooney can, can still have children. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, OK, anyway, cracking on. We're going to go on to my game, which so far I don't think has actually aired because it got cut out of the podcast. And, and it's um, rubbish. Oh no, this is a good, this is a good game. For well, any of you listening to the podcast will know that I have struggled since the start of the season in making my own game. Uh, so I did one. Which I like how I we say that as if, as if having a game is, is part of like you know being part of the, the podcast. If you can't come up with a game, you shouldn't be here. It's an initiation, <laughs> not right? really the it's case. Isn't it? It's but important though. Yeah, you it's had important. you had um, two or three really really poor attempts. Terrible I think games. anyone who's listening would would, <laughs> would agree on that one. So the concept of this one is I'm going to play a clip of famous commentary from a Newcastle goal and you've got to shout out when you know the goal and I either need the game and season, so for example, Sunderland last year, or like a, dis- a, a decent description of the goal so I know exactly which one you're talking about. So a, a decent description so of the goal. So if we're shouting goal. out, Just we've got to go into a very She was wonder volley against Everton that went in the top right corner. That would do. Is that one of them? No, it's not. So... Oh, two or three, <laughs> two, one. Would, would I get a bonus point for that? Yes. No, Thanks. you would just get right. one point. <laughs> um, should I keep the microphones open for this? Or? No, turn them down, otherwise Andy won't be able to hear. So That's here good. is the right. first okay. goal. Gutierrez. Having a run at Hutton. This time he got half a yard in front. It's Cissé! Cissé on his oh. debut. Correct. Cissé on his debut against Aston Villa. Comment, commentary continues on to go debut goal Papi Cissé yeah that's why I, c- I cut it off there otherwise uh. it would have been really <laughs> obvious second goal without okay. further ado okay more more. Emre Benzogbia Boya Solano this is lovely from Newcastle Solano against Brilliant. Arsenal not right absolutely brilliant absolute beaut that is correct. Outside of the right foot. Say that again, Andy. I don't think we caught that. Solano against Everton. Outside of the right boot into the bottom corner. Very yeah. similar to that one against Arsenal. 2005. Last time we beat Arsenal. I feel like all the there kind of go. big big goals that you remember, Mickey, Andy must have been right there with you because he always gets these. I'd, I'd yeah, just, I absolutely love, love commentary, though. It's one of my favourite parts of football. It's yeah. good bits of commentary. We've shed a lot of joy over commentary. Yeah. Andy, to be honest, is always going to win this game. <laughs> Fair enough. So it, it is more fun than anything you've attempted. You need to buy past. a TV, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Moving quickly on, we're going to do three games for the predictions this week. Do, do you still listen to the football on the wireless like Andy did? <laughs> <laughs> They've got TVs now; you can actually watch the football. Yeah. Just but keep the listening radio. to us, though. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've got. Sorry to interrupt, but we're running short on time for the quiz. The first game is the worst team in the world against Sunderland. Second game: Liverpool, West Ham, and third game: Tottenham, Everton. Sile, come to you first. Villa against the Martins. 
the worst game to predict as well because nothing good can come of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I've just gone nil nil. I can't see either of them teams scoring. Yeah, Sunderland will not score away from home. Villa won't score at home, so nil nil, easy. Yeah. The worst, the worst game in Premier League history, yeah. by the way. Just in case anyone out there is listening, Villa fans, we don't want you to listen. We don't want you to get in touch. Please just pretend we don't exist, like we we can't seem to do for you. Just go back to Robin Lovenkrans. <laughs> Andy, um, I think one nil to Villa because Sunderland are just that little bit poorer than them. I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard one to decide because they're both very, very poor. But Sunderland are more likely to concede, I think. Yeah. That's, I think that's also a fair. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, if you, if you can't see them scoring, I can't see these teams not conceding, to be honest with you. Um, and I think. <laughs> it's, it's a 5 all. Well, <laughs> um, no, I, I can't see anything but a, a sudden defeat, to be honest with you. So I'm going 2 1. 2 1 to Villa. They do look horrendous. With, Michael, with, don't they? with two mistakes by um, John O'Shea, which he will complain at someone else for. Yeah, he loves doing that. <laughs> Second game, Liverpool West Ham, Si. A bit um, quicker this time. Well, obviously West Ham, bit of a shocking start to the season against against Arsenal, and they the sacked off the Europe League, so I suddenly thought they, they might do all right. But I've not been impressed. Billich is still the absolute gamble that we thought he was. I think they'll get hammered off Liverpool. I think Coutinho is just too good. Single-handedly, he could score a set of three or four goals. Three 0 Okay, Andy. I was going to go three nil, um, so I'm just going to have to go four instead. Okay, <laughs> and Chris. Two nil, another clean sheet. And then Tottenham Everton. Hang on, uh, just didn't interrupt you there. We've had, a, we've had a tweet from Jack Bauer just before saying, oh God, another Mickey's game. This will go well, dot, dot, dot. Well, let me know what you thought, Jack, as I think it's quite good and yeah. it's, it's sticking around. Well, well, hopefully, actually, I was going to ask you all to uh, to let me know if you thought it was any good and if it is, I'll keep it. If it's not, I will not. Glass half full. Let's just assume he wasn't being sarcastic there. Maybe right. he just said this he will go well. He almost you know? certainly was. <laughs> Big fan of Mickey games, he is. Cy Tottenham Everton. Tough one to call, I think. Yeah, um... Honestly, 1-1, I don't know, That's it. they're evenly matched. Everton have actually looked alright this season. Tottenham haven't really, odds. haven't really changed their team, but Everton smashed Southampton the other week. So, yeah, yeah Just so you know, Chris, we had Everton down to finish way down the league in, like, in 13th and didn't think they were going to be any good. And then they've gone out last week and, and absolutely battered Southampton. Andy? Um, I, I feel like I'm agreeing with Sai way too much at the moment, but I was going to say 1-1, so I'm going to go for a slightly higher score and draw with a 2-2. <laughs> just adding goals. Yeah, just well, I'm just a big fan of football, so I'd like to see a few more goals. <laughs> Chris? And the commentary of it. 1-1. <laughs> OK, I, I'll say also Villa Mackham's 0-0 in one of the worst games in Premier League history. Liverpool, I think, will absolutely smash West Ham. Yeah, I think it's, it's at least four. I'm, I'm, I might put down 5-1 and they'll just concede a gag goal. Uh, Tottenham-Everton... I don't know whether Everton can actually do it, so I'm going to go with 1-0 Tottenham. <laughs> and then we'll move on. To hang, hang, on. On, hang on, Jack Barr's been back in touch, Mickey, just to confirm what he said before. Um, the game is very niche. You'll probably only get about two weeks out of it. See, I, I would tend to disagree because there are a lot of goals and all of them have commentary. It's funny that. Uh, should we just get you on? <laughs> just we'll, we'll go out the room and <laughs> you, you and Mickey have a, have a Mickey's game every well, week. Sorry, Jack. I'll maybe try it on the podcast next week, and if you still think it's rubbish, I'll call it a day. Yeah. It probably would be better if I wasn't here, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm just going to get thoughts on. <laughs> the I think there'd just be loads of dead air because um, we're all a bit stuck without you, really. <laughs> I'm going to get thoughts on the phone for the quiz. Uh, si, if you'd just like to entertain us with another chord, please. Um, in the meantime. Okay. Can you make sure this is turned on for him as well? Have you got? Have you got plugged in? It's not ringing. Hello. Oh. Dodzy. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, okay. On the road, are you? Oh, yeah, I'm on the road. 
just slugging it off and not ringing, thinking he's hiding. No, no. Just leave it. 30 seconds ago. Let's just go off, you know. Picky, picky, you don't want to know what you said about your mum, Picky. It was harsh. That's not very nice. We're on, we're on live radio. To be fair, Mickey's probably as lovely as that man. How's it going, Mark? We're going to be the Arsenal? Uh, the consensus is no. Well, have you not been listening? Uh, you've, you've just missed the predictions. Are we going for 5-1? 5-1. Well, look at their defence well, anyway, have you got a quiz? I have got a quiz. So, let's get cracking. I'm going to be honest with you, Dodzy. I can't hear you very well at all here. So Okay, well, well that, that's good, but no, none of us can hear you. So, we're going to go with we're going to go with two rounds. I'll ask all of the questions, then we'll go through the answers. I will always come to you first, Dodds. Hopefully, I'll be able to hear you. Um, okay. There's two rounds of ten questions, so we'll get started. Which former Newcastle player holds a record for the most substitute appearances in the Premier League? Mind just repeating that for us there? Yeah, I'll say that again. Which former Newcastle player holds a record for the most substitute appearances in the Premier League? Also, for any listeners out there, if you want to just send in your answers at the end of every round, it might be a bit easier if you just possibly keep your own score and we'll just trust you because we are not particularly organised here, especially without Dodzy. Question number two. In which 38-game Premier League season did Newcastle get the highest goal difference? And there is a bonus point out there if you can tell me the the goal difference, the number. In which 38-game Premier League season did Newcastle get their highest goal difference? That's highest positive goal difference, obviously. <laughs> and there's a bonus point if you can tell me the number. Question three. During his career with Newcastle, in how many seasons did Alan Shearer not finish as top goal scorer? And I'm including him finishing as joint top scorer as him finishing top scorer. Again? During his career with Newcastle, in how many seasons did Alan Shearer not finish as top goal scorer? Not. Not. Question four. How old is Oberfemi Martins? Do we get to put two choices down? <laughs> <laughs> so this this is a supposed official age, which I, I can almost guarantee is not correct. Question number five. How when, when it was 21 or 28, we're going with whatever it was related to 21. <laughs> <laughs> how many sets of siblings have played for Newcastle in the Premier League era? In the same team? Not necessarily in the same team. But have both made a first-team appearance? Yeah. I will repeat. How many sets of siblings have played for Newcastle in the Premier League era? It's not necessarily an appearance in the Premier League. I mean, they may well all have appeared in the Premier League, but like a first-team competitive appearance. So not a friendly? Not a friendly. Friendlies do not count. Not so Jamie McLenn's brother apparently signed on schoolboy terms at the same time as Jamie McLenn and used to pretend he was Jamie McLenn on nights out. That's good, Pat. Yeah. I've got his autograph. Have you really? Jamie Ma- when I was like under, under 11 football, Jamie McLean was uh, the guy who handed out the uh, certificates and stuff. He, was my, also, he my gave me site. my top, top penalty taker in the club trophy as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember one time we had Martin Britton at Wide Open. <laughs> That's a decent <laughs> one, that. Yeah. What a celeb. In which Premier League season did Newcastle have the most players named in the PFA Team of the Year? Regular listeners out there will know that I love talking about the PFA Team of the Year, particularly when talking about David Batty, who was the only two player to appear in consecutive 
PFA Team of the Year. Repeat that. In which Premier League season did Newcastle have the most players named in the PFA Team of the Year? We're going to have to get cracking a bit here, lads. Yeah. So number seven. Keep moving, keep moving. When was the last time we did the double over the Mackhams? I want the season. When was the last time we did the double over the Mackhams? Question eight, and possibly one of my favourite pieces of football trivia. What career does Chancellor Mbemba plan to have following his football retirement? That's a very subjective answer. No, it's not. There's a quote. I have a quote as well. <laughs> Dotty, tear apart the questions when you get them wrong. Yeah, you, yeah. You know. Question nine. At which ground did Shola Amiobi score his first international goal? Full international, I should state. At which ground did Shola Amiobi score his first international goal was for it Nigeria? Like, was it like a worldy sort of Zlatan-esque flick? I can confirm it was a worldy. It was like a 40-yard like header, wasn't it? No. And question 10. When was the last time Newcastle paid a fee for the transfer of an English player? When was the last time... New, I, don't, I don't need the month, I just, I just need the window. I've asked this question before a quiz. Sorry? I've asked this question a previous Have you actually? I don't think you have. He definitely has. I'm, trying, I'm racking my brains though. Because if you have, it's I like anyone. I'm pretty sure you got it wrong. No, you asked, you asked when was the last time we bought a player from a Premier League team. It was. It definitely was. So, we'll go through the answers. Hang on, is that nine? No, it was ten. What was nine? No, it was ten there, like. At which ground did Chola score his first international goal? Oh, dear. What was it, eight? Okay, we're just going to have to answer one of them really quickly when I go through here okay, for the answers. Fair enough, okay. So, question one. Dodds, I'm coming to you first. Which former Newcastle player holds a record for the most substitute appearances in the Premier League? Shola is correct. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not. Andy? I didn't, I gambled. No. Chris? Okay, can you keep scores for everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Question two. In which 38 game Premier League season. Did, so just Dodds, got that. Just Dodds, yeah. Right, okay. Did Newcastle get their highest goal difference? Dodds? Uh, 2001. Incorrect. 0102? That is correct. 0102. And I have a plus, plus 15. Oh. Incorrect. Uh, did anyone, anybody no. guess? I went 0304, but I went plus 26, is that right? That's also incorrect. Did I not say 102? No, you said 2000, 2001. Chris? Oh, no, that, that, that's exactly what you said, Dogger. <laughs> that's what you said. This is recorded, so I'll show you after the sh- I'll tell you after the show. Uh, the correct goal difference is actually plus 37, which is very good. 37? That's very good. During his career with Newcastle, <laughs> in how many seasons did Alan Shearer not finish as top goal scorer? Dodds? Four is massively incorrect. Two? Also incorrect. Um, what have I got wrong? I've got four as well. That's no, not correct. I'm going two. Also incorrect. Zero. He was twice joint top scorer, once with John Barnes and once with Carl Court <laughs> and Alberto Solano. Even when he was injured? Wow. That? When he got injured at Everton? Apparently, was that like ninety-seven, ninety-eight? We, we were rubbish that year. He came back and scored like five goals, and it's yeah. probably enough. Like, yeah, fair enough. Question number four: How old is Oberfemi Martins? How Dodd? old? How old in years? Um, he is twenty-nine. Close, but not correct. Oh, <laughs> am I wrong with thirty-two then? Fairly close, but not correct. I went thirty-one or thirty-eight. Incorrect. Thirty. Thirty is correct. 
That's not true. It's, correct. Uh, jo- uh, no, it's not correct, but it's correct for the purposes of the quiz. He's obviously he's at least 40, isn't he? Look Have you at him. seen him recently? He does not look 30. <laughs> he's also still pretty good, by the way. Oh, did you yeah. see that goal he scored when he chipped it over the keeper yeah. and ran around? That's really good. Jo- How many sets of siblings have played for Newcastle in the Premier League era? Dodds? Four. Four is correct. Can you name them? Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, I thought another one before, but I can't remember it now. Nielsen's. Well, it's the World War. It's the fourth one. So, did everybody get that right? Four. Yeah, I went three. I got, I got four. And I got four. So I, was, I also went three. Yeah, uh, the one that the one that I just completely oh. forgot about was De Jong. Yeah, De Jong exactly. Yeah. I could think of Amir being Caldwell. De Jong barely, De Jong. like Luke De Jong barely played. Did he? he didn't he didn't run or kick the ball or anything. He just he just <laughs> wore the, the top. Big thing for the when you pass with a bit stronger, Yeah, very similar joke to what I've just made. <laughs> in which Premier League season did Newcastle have the most players named in the PFA Team of the Year? Dodds. Uh, no. A two or three? No. I went 98, 99? No. 95, 96? Correct. Yes. <laughs> you can tell the older one of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, can you name the players? I will not be awarding a bonus point. How many was it? Three. Three players? Um, <laughs> David Buddy. <laughs> Dodgy Shelton, what are you saying? 95, 96. And it wasn't David Buddy, actually. David Buddy. Beardsley? No. No. Shearer? No. Ginola? Actually, it was Batty. Maybe Batty was one of them. I've written down Ginola, Ferdinand and Lee, but I may be incorrect. Twitter, if you can help us out here. Maybe oh, I'll here we go. Mickey's quiz. Maybe I screwed up the question. I'm, looking at you, <laughs> yeah, I'm, fairly, I'm still fairly giving myself certain. a point for that, though. Oh, you get the point for three. When was, was the last the, time it was we the did... Season. It was the season. The season was what I wanted. When was the last time we did the double over the Mackhams? Dogger? No. I also... Uh, I also went for 6-7. Oh, I went 6-7 as well. Incorrect. 6-7. It's 5-6. Ah, oh, oh. come on. 5-6. Ten years ago this season was the last time we beat them twice. That's incredible. They're an awful, awful team as well. Very disappointing. <laughs> Don't you sound like a drunk man just yeah. shouting on the phone. Driving. <laughs> it's, it is hard being on the phone. I've done it before. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Question 8. What career does Chancellor Mbemba plan to have following his footballing retirement? One of my favourite quotes from a footballer of all time. Uh, he would like to be a um, uh, uh, university lecturer. No, he doesn't want to be a university lecturer. Sorry. I, I wrote Wembley because I've missed this question out. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I got it wrong with poker player, but can I just point out someone has tweeted in with the right one, so I'll give it at the end of the round. Okay, Chris, did you get it? Well, with the tux, mate, getting the money, I've just put croupier down. <laughs> good guess, not yeah. good luck. How's it going? Jack Bauer tweeted an electrician. That is right, yes, that is right, Jack Bauer. I'm looking for God it. give me a gift for manual trades, it must bear fruit, is a direct <laughs> quote from <laughs> Chancellor Mbemba. That man's got too much patter. He's got his feet firmly on the ground. Though. He has, doesn't he? I, I love everything about him. I really like him. Yeah. I really like him. The tux on its own is enough. But You've read about quote. the story about that, though, in terms of thinking he was getting kidnapped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. amazing. I told that last week. Yeah. Oh, it's too good. Too good. Chancel, we already love you, mate. Question nine. At which ground did Shola score his first international goal? That's it. Craven Cottage. Correct. Craven Cottage. Anybody get that right? No, I went left field. I knew it was like uh, over here, and I went for Stoke. But 
I just wrote Scotland. I thought it was in Scotland. Well, I, I wouldn't right. have given which, you a point. Which ground it was? Scotland. Yeah. I went for Wembley. I knew it was you know somewhere over here because it was some like gag. It was that like heel flick, wasn't it? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I remember match, it being a great goal though. Question ten: When was the last time Newcastle paid a fee for the transfer of an English player? Dodds, your question was different. Your question was: When was the last time we paid a fee for a player from another Premier League club? No, it wasn't. Mike Williamson? No. I went for Mike Williamson as well, sorry. Also incorrect. Chris? No, I haven't got it. Just to give you a clue, one of you will probably be able to jump in straight away. It was a double purchase. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, Darlow and the Sellers. Yep. Darlow ah, and the Sellers. The Sellers, who looks very poor, supposedly, and Darlow, who looks actually all right. Boo. I did say when talking about the Northampton game, which I didn't watch. It's almost irrelevant how good Darlow is because he can't possibly be worse as a backup keeper than Bob Elliott. Yeah. So he, as long as he can stand up between the goal, although Jack Anik did, does beg to differ. Right, Mickey, we've got nine minutes. We need to crack on. Yep, correct. Question 11, round number two. Also, anyone on Twitter, just send in your scores. We we're struggling for yep. time. Jack Bauer, I think, got three or four right, so we'll keep an eye on it. 11, what's the highest number of goals in a Premier League game involving Newcastle? The highest number of goals in a Premier League game involving Newcastle. Question 12. What was the middle name of Sir Bobby Robson? What was the middle name of Sir Bobby Robson? The late great. I really want it, really it to be Robert. It's not a ridiculous <laughs> question. Of course it is. Sorry, go on. Question 13. For how many years has the best physio in the world, Derek Wright, worked for Newcastle? Way too many. And I'll give you a point if you're a year either way because it's quite a long time. Question 14. Against which team did Katspire go crazy after scoring and kick the advertising boards? Against which team did he kick the advertising boards? Question 15. Which Newcastle manager has won the most Manager of the Month awards? Which Newcastle manager has won the most manager of the month? Premier League? Is that for us or? For us, yeah. Presumably Premier League we've, era. We've basically not had a good man- a manager that was good at another team in England, have we? Bobby Robson, obviously, for Ipswich, but that was a, a seriously long time beforehand. And then Keegan was absolutely terrible everywhere else he was. Apart from Dogwish, of course, who won. Oh, yeah, apart from Dogwish, <laughs> but he didn't get, didn't get any first league. <laughs> no, well, it's for us anyway. Okay, for which English team did Lamano Luwalawa make a comeback to English football after leaving Portsmouth in 2007? For which English team did Luwalawa make a comeback to English football after leaving Portsmouth in 2007? He moved to Greece. Yeah, we must keep moving. Yeah. Question 17. Who is the only player to have played for NUFC to be named in the UEFA European Team of the Year? which has been going since 2001. While he was at Newcastle? He wasn't at Newcastle, no. He was the only player to have played for NUFC to be named in the UEFA Team of the Year. I can't give you a clue because you'll get it. Question 18. Newcastle were awarded the least penalties in the Premier League last season alongside Hull and which other club? Newcastle were awarded the least penalties in the league last season alongside Hull and which other club? With one, by the way. One penalty all season. Last season. Where did Newcastle lie in the all-time Premier League red cards table? 
and we've got 71 red cards. We're in Newcastle Lie in the Premier League all-time red cards table with 71. Couldn't and hurt less. Finally, <laughs> who was Newcastle United's shirt sponsor in the 1997 UEFA Cup game versus oh, Monaco? I've absolutely got this When one. alcohol was banned as a shirt sponsor in France. The same sponsor was also on the Rangers shirts for their games in France that year and the following year. So it was Newcastle United nice. shirt sponsor in the 1997 UEFA Cup game versus Monaco. Oh, then let's quickly run through so those. We've got five answers. Minutes. Question 11. What's the highest number of goals in a Premier League game? Dodds? Ten. Ten is correct. Arsenal away. Yeah. Arsenal away 7-3 oh, yeah. 2012 yeah. when Walcott scored an absolute wonder goal against us. Number 12, what was the middle name of Sir Bobby Robson? Dodd? Charles. Charles is not correct. Brian? No. Frederick? No. Shoulder? No. <laughs> it was William. <laughs> but I thought he was another. Rubbish. That. Next. Number 13, for how many years has Derek Wright worked for Newcastle? Dodd? Uh, 20. No. Not 20. I also went 20. No. 16? No. 22. No. 31 years. 31. He started at Newcastle in Keegan's last year as a player. Would you believe that? That's 31. impressive. 31. 14. Against which team did Katspire go crazy after scoring and kick the advertised boards? Duds. Bolton. Bolton is right. Andy gets that right as well, Jesus. apparently. Chris, not right. I got Derby. And Cy, no, not right. Number 15, which Newcastle manager has won the most manager of the month awards? I'm guessing you're all either between Bobby or Keegan. Yeah, I went Keegan. I went Bardew. I actually went for Hewton. You went Bardew? Hewton? Yeah. You've all got absolutely mad? No, it's Bobby Robson. Did you go with Bobby? I did now. <laughs> I went Keegan. So Bardew had so many like, good Octobers. I thought after a whole season. I thought you <laughs> so, might so, have picked so one a year October. then, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one a year would have been... <laughs> about as much as he was ever going to get. Yeah. For which English team did Lamar and Luwalawa make a comeback to English football? Dodds? May I guess I'll go with Watford? No, Watford's not right. Blackpool? Blackpool is correct. <sighs> Andy and Chris? Both Doncaster, are incorrect. Doncaster, Habby Bay. Was that before he retired? Ah, yeah. Who was the only player to have played for NUFC to be named in the UEFA Team of the Year? Dodds? Is it, is it while playing for Newcastle? No, not while playing for Newcastle. Michael Owen. Incorrect. Thomason. Also incorrect. Is it the worst man in the world, Michael Owen? No, it's not. That's also who uh, does he guess. I can't hear. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Gascoigne. Gascoigne is also incorrect. It's only been going since 2001, which I did oh. clarify in the question. Uh, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> it was uh, Blackburn's Damien Duff, which is a disgrace. What? Blackburn's Damien Duff. Yeah. Newcastle were awarded the least penalties in the league last season alongside Hull and which other terrible club? Dodds. <laughs> Villa Villa is right Anyone else get Villa? No Villa, the worst team in the world Where did Newcastle lie in the Premier League red cards table with 71? Don't care Eighth Eighth is wrong I went third Third is also wrong but only out by one In that case uh, fourth. Fourth is right. Yes. <laughs> fourth is right. I'm not yeah, going to look I, at the I, cheat I, now. I'm going to. I, I also point. went fourth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> behind Everton, Blackburn, who have missed th- the last three. We don't need the, the stats behind it. Let's just crack on. And who was Newcastle United shirt sponsor in the 1997 UEFA Cup game versus Monaco? Dodds. Dodds. Centre Parks. Centre Parks is right. Sai. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Andy. I, I no definitely idea. knew Centre Parks. No. 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 Yeah, because they were owned by a Scottish Newcastle. So. They just gave it to them. So, what's what's the scores on the doors? Um, I stopped scoring, but Dodgy won. 
Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Don't want to tell him that. I Dodds, got, it got, sounds like you won. I got like two. Can I just clarify, did I come last or not? I got three. Yeah, but you didn't say that, so that's irrelevant. Yeah, anyone on Twitter, if you want to uh, quickly give us a shout of what your scores were, Andy, has anyone been in touch? Um, just quickly seeing a tweet from Jack Bauer again. Um, he had to leave, unfortunately, three minutes ago and put the kids to bed and he'll relive this podcast. Re- yeah, relive it? He'll well, tweet. He said relive and he'll tweet his scoring. Unfortunately, it is unlikely that we'll be releasing this podcast as a podcast <laughs> because we forgot to press record for the first half of the show. <laughs> well, so we've, we've, we've got the second half on record, so we've got the quiz. That's all people tune in for anyway. Yeah. The rest of it probably won't. So just what leads me to say... Uh, we've got about two minutes, so we'll have a, a quick one for the for the weekend this week. Anyone got any particular games they're looking forward to aside from Newcastle? Okay, cheers, yeah, Dodds. No Bye, Dodds. See you next week. Bye. I think Tottenham Everton will be a good game. Yeah. Aside from that, I think it's a pretty boring weekend of football. <laughs> it is a weekend of football, though. It is a weekend of football. A bank holiday weekend is, of football. Yeah. And we've also got the international break to look forward to next. Is it next weekend? Which is awful. Yeah. No, but we've got three days off work now. That's all I'm worried about. Nice. But I have managed to book in my son's off. christening in the international break. So nice that's work. That's, that's good fathering, that is. <laughs> really sensible fathering. Yeah, that is good. That Any, is good. Anyone out there who's potentially going to be a father soon, you need to take that as a lesson. That's Did anyone see that, actually? Someone tweeted earlier. If if you get your missus knocked up this week, it'll fall directly the, the baby will be born at the start of Euro 2016. Yeah, yeah, nice two so you'll get two two weeks paternity. So if you if you haven't if you've got plans to have a kid, do it now. Yeah, we're not advocating anyone does that just for the sake of the two weeks off work, but I think we are. There's worse times to do it. I think that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just leads me to thank everyone for listening. Hopefully, some of this at least will be released as a podcast. Um, cheers for doing the quiz. Maybe a bit too hard. It was very hard. It was very hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it easier next time. Some uh, fairly low scores. But yeah. Cheers, lads. Right. See you next Thanks, week. Thanks, Mickey. Cheers. Thank you. Shall play you, si. Shall play a role? Yep. Players out, yeah. <laughs> Have you stopped it? Not as strong on the way in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.